we're going to be joined here uh, momentarily, uh, really right now, by David Ortiz, uh, formerly of the Boston Red Sox, a Hall of Famer. And I got to tell you, you know, no slight to anybody else, but I think he knows this, every room he walks into. Just the, just the finest dressed. I mean, really, it's, it's, it's you know, the sun, you need the sunglasses. I need some sunglasses with all the – You got to uh, have a lot of lights Yeah, right all, the, all, the, all, <laughs> the shine, all the shine when you show up here. Uh, well, right. well, David, you know, before we get into to really – any baseball questions for you? And I know you've spoken at length in the last 24, 48 hours, Mookie Betts and the direction of the Red Sox and the Tampa Bay way and everything. And I want to ask some questions about that. I know we all do. Um, your involvement with the Jimmy Fund as a player now and what you still see, Garrett Whitlock, you know, the, the captain of the, the, the Jimmy Fund, Red Sox players here, all the, the contributions from players over the years. What can you tell us about that? Once you go here... Once you get to uh, Boston, uh, right away you get familiar with the Jimmy Fund. You know, uh, it's something that uh, there's no there's no way to avoid it. You know what I'm saying? There's no way uh, not to be familiar with There's no way not to get connected with There's no way not to want to do something about it. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, it goes beyond the game. It goes beyond uh, everything. Because talking about trying to get children's people, you know, back to, to, to have a, a good life, to have a healthy life, to keep them away from the, you know, freaking cancer, you know. And, and, and the minute I got here to Boston and, and I got to know about it, I, I always, every year I want to do something about it. Uh, coming off of the game from last night, tough game for the Red Sox, uh, what is it like being in your experience in the clubhouse during a season like this where sometimes it feels like you win two series and then you take a step back or, you know, you, you're up, uh, you're six games over 500, then all of a sudden you're only two games over 500. How do you feel like you keep your head above water as a player? Well, the one thing that they got to keep in mind is the way we used to do it was we go into a series trying to either, either – Win it all, broke out even at the worst. You know, I mean, it's not going to work like that magically, but you need to do your homework. You, you, you got to study the opposition and see what you, what, 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 what is their weak side so you can hit them right there, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I remember this one year that we uh, won the division. That was our mentality, you know what I'm saying, going into the season. You know, the one thing that I always love is that we – Everybody always counts us as the, the the underdog, and that would that believe it or not that take pressure away from you, because. I'm sorry to interrupt, but what, when are you talking about? You're talking about before we, even winning a World Series in '04. What what year are you talking about? Back in those years, I yes. mean, we had so many wonderful years while I played, but I, I I'm just trying to tell you that uh, uh, the mentality, the ups and down that she just talked about, it have a lot to do with. Uh, uh, the player mentality, how they want to approach the next series. You know what I'm saying? Because the talent is there. You know what I'm saying? The talent is there. And, of course, I mean, it seems like we are not the best team in the division based on the numbers. But if you go player by player, we have a really good team. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I guess it's all about the approach. It's all about the approach because you see – you go out there and beat a good team, but all of a sudden a bad thing come and beat you up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so you, you, you had to pick and choose when it comes down to it. 
David, it always seemed like the best Red Sox teams that you played on were the ones that had a really good combination of veterans and young players, and you were both of those things over your, your time there. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that mix on this team right now of veterans and sort of the young up-and-comers? Where, where do you think they, they are as a team? I think uh, they have guys like JT who, on top of that, is having a great season. He's a guy that he has so much of experience. Uh, he's a winner. He comes from a ball club that every year is in the mix. When they don't win, they go all the way to the final and the playoffs and things like that. That's why it's been happening for the past decade, been watching that. So a guy like that, he, 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 can, he can be, he can help you in so many different ways. You know, it's all depend on how much the guys in the clubhouse, the, the, the young guys want to learn and, and, and get to know from this guy. You know, in, in my days, that's how it was. But in my days, it was different because the veteran wanted to make sure that the youngsters were paying, were paying attention. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a pack, you know, it's a group, and we're going to fight as a group. So everybody had to be pulling in the same direction, you know what I'm saying? So I know the clubhouse is a little different nowadays, but that's the only way you can win. I remember, I forget it was the beginning of this year, maybe in the off season. you sort of said, hey, you know, I'm available if any of these young guys want to come talk to me and, you know, get some tips on hitting or, you know, just being in Boston or anything like that. And it almost sounded like guys weren't using you as a resource for that. Is that still the case or have guys started doing that more? Some other stars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I could mention so many guys that they called me, they sent me video, they want to you know, get a feedback and get to know because that's how the game is. You know, you, you got to do your search. You got to go to the people that you understand that, 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 that know a little bit about the game and, and, and people that can help you to get results. You know, this game, the only advantage you have is that. Do your homework, do your search. Try to find out what can get you better, what can, how, you, how you can take your game to the next level. That's what this game is all about, you know what I'm saying? And if, I mean, I know the guys have computers, the guy has, you know, technology, you know, cybermetrics and all the stuff. Yeah, that's where half not the everyone had this. Yeah. Not everyone had this. Trust me, not everyone had this. And uh, in, 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 in this game, if you don't have this, you can have all the talent in the world. But if you don't have the heart, you're not, you're not going to get to the point where you would like to be. It was just a party at times here at Fenway over the weekend everybody celebrating Mookie Betts and in some cases felt like mourning Mookie Betts that he's not a Red Sox player anymore. How hard is it for a team, a franchise like the Red Sox to recover from the departure of a top five player, maybe a top three player leaving like Mookie Betts? Well, Mookie was basically the heart and soul of this organization, especially once I left. And, uh, Mookie, um, he always going to be remembered around here because great kid, incredible talent. I mean, he gave everything he had every time he took the field, got the personality he got. He got so much to offer, you know, and, and you know, the, the, the reality is that uh, what happened with Mookie for the organization was a learning process. You know, and something, sometimes things like that had to happen. So we understand 
and, and, and realized that the game had changed. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this organization had never uh, give up those type of learn turn, and today had to do it with Rafi. But before that, you, you look around and 300 million, it was never offered to anyone. So seeing the departure of Monkey and seeing what things had turned down to be, they went like, okay, we gotta, we gotta do, we gotta do with, with, with Rafi. So that's a, it's a really a perfect segue into what I wanted to ask, because I, I heard you say this to, I, I believe it was John Tomasi, that the Red Sox learned their lesson with Mookie Betts, and the proof is they've paid Rafael Devers. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's start with this. Do you, do you think they need to get back to bringing in big ticket players? Are you confident they will bring in big ticket players? Is that the lesson, or is it just paying? paying talent that they already have here because to me I I would love to see them go out and say oh let's pluck this guy from over here and drop him in on our team with the youth movement and I just it's been one of my personal criticisms is whether or not they're looking to bring in talent from outside the organization you were talent they brought in from outside the organization Mm -hmm. are you confident the Red Sox learned that lesson well you say it all. You know, you can do both. I always do. You can, you, yeah, <laughs> you can do both. You can bring talent from the outside, but never forget about the talent that you have here. You know what I'm saying? Because if you go back in the time, that has been the issues that we have had. I guess it's, it, it was part of the uh, organization way to do business. You know, we, we, we basically uh, uh, sometimes get to the point that um, – the, the, the guy that, w- listen, playing here in Boston, it's not easy, bro. It's not easy. I don't care if you are a superstar and somewhere else. When you get here, if you don't bring the right person, it doesn't matter what type of player you have been somewhere else. Here is different. And not everybody that you can bring from outside is able to perform at the highest level once you jump on that field and see 45,000 fans plus cheering at you every day wanting for you to do something. Not, every, not everybody can handle it. But, but once you have a guy in the building that you know what he's going to give you regardless every year, that's a keeper. Okay, so do you, do you have a direct line? Like, can you send that message right to John Henry? <laughs> have, you, have, you sent that, have you sent that message to him? I always talk about it. You okay. know what I'm saying? I but I'm just, I'm just, I'm just an employee here. You know what I'm saying? I hope they get the memo. But that's reality. <laughs> I'm a winner. I like to win. Hey, listen, I'm a Red Sox for life. What do you think I want? I want to see the Red Sox winning the World Series every year. So I'm going to say whatever I have to say. If I, like I know that I'm comfortable with what I'm saying, and, and, and remember, nobody, or not nobody, I'm not going to say nobody. A lot of people know that I know how to win. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure. Regardless, a lot of people know that I know how to win, and I know what it takes to win. You know what I'm saying? So i always going to express myself based on my feeling, based on what I see. And they know that I'm, I'm, I'm always open. And in and, and, and this organization, that they always try to put a team together to win. The appreciation for the players that come here and perform at the highest level, you know, it had to take place better than what it has in the past. You know what I'm saying? I'm having a headache. I'm having a hard time <laughs> watching Bogey playing in San Diego. I'm, I'm not sure. going to lie. I got to tell you that. I, 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 I'm suffering <laughs> not watching him playing shortstop here. 
and it's not because it's not it's not because that's one of my kids that's one of my boys because what he did while he was here that's what hurt me you know what i'm saying i know what bogey was gonna give me every the every year i know you know what i'm saying but in the other hand it's business you know what i'm saying and and and, and sometimes you had to lose to end up winning and hopefully that's the case okay David Ortiz, I think those words carry a lot of weight, certainly more than uh, than us here on Jones. Yeah, they and Mega with our yeah, they, they don't, don't get me us. started, man. I like <laughs> to win. I, I, we're just we're just we're just getting you started. You you David, you come on. You you vent on this show whenever Anytime. you want. Uh, but we uh, we appreciate it. Uh, we appreciate you coming out, raising awareness, raising money for the Jimmy Fund, doing all that you do. David Ortiz, thank you so much. My pleasure.